This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Hey, hey, hey. This hey, is hey, hey. Pastor Callie and Pastor Cindy here. Uh, welcome to BPN Radio, to Facebook Live. We're so happy to be here with you on this Thursday at noon Central Standard Time, depending on where you're watching is what time it is at your place, but we're so happy to have you all here. Um, today, we're going to be talking, uh, Pastor City's going to be teaching on the courts of heaven, and we're going to give you some resources to start studying as well with us uh, by the time this is over, so you can go and look at the resources that we've been learning from. Uh, we didn't originate this material, but it is, no. it's revolutionizing our lives, so we want to share it with you. Also, I want to talk to you about our crowned conference. conference. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, it is our women's conference. Uh, it's, women are coming from all over the country. People are already signing up. We've got speakers coming from all over the country. We just confirmed Jen Johnson with Yay. us from Bethel, who will be a part of the conference. She's going to be doing um, a live um, Q&A. Q&A and video chat with us. Uh, it's going to be fabulous. So, And then we've got some others that are in the mix that hopefully we will be able to give you more announcements. But we've got uh, Jenny Donnelly coming. We've got Laura Davenport. We've got Ann Hammock. We've got Pastor Cindy, myself, uh, Lisa Brady from here in Houston, um, Frida White from Cleveland, just so many powerful women of God that are coming from all over the nation to pour into you. The pricing is very, very, basically you're just covering your food. Uh, it's going to be uh, April 29th through uh, May, May 1st. 1st, yes, mm-hmm. through May 1st. So we start on a Wednesday night, and then we do Thursday morning all the way till noon. We break for lunch, come back, do an afternoon session, and then Thursday night, and then the same protocol on Friday. So Juan is posting the Eventbrite so you can get on and look. But we just confirmed Jen Johnson. We're so excited that she's going to be a part. And we've got other really exciting uh, news coming pretty soon. So hopefully we'll be able to keep you updated. So Crown Conference, April 29th through May 1st. And we can't wait to see you there. Pastor Cindy, I'm going to pray. And then I want you to just start just teaching or whatever the Holy Spirit has on your Heart, and then we'll prophesy over some names toward the end of the program. Lord, I just thank, thank you for the opportunity to love you. I yes. thank you for the opportunity to serve yes. you. I ask you, Lord, as Pastor City teaches this material, that you just open our hearts really wide yes. to receive yes. uh, revelation, to receive instruction, yes. to receive uh, your purification, your holiness the cleansing of all of our bloodlines. Lord, we just declare that your blood makes us whole. And Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to serve you and love you. And I just pray for everyone that's listening today that the power of the Holy Ghost would go out over these airwaves and lives would be changed and revelation would be be, uh, grasped 
by your daughters and your sons and God, your spirit would move in a powerful way. And we thank you for the opportunity to love you. We thank you for the opportunity to know that your mercies are new every morning. We thank you for the opportunity to serve you. We thank you for the opportunity to grow in our walk with you. We love you so much, Jesus. Yes. uh, Pastor City, just, just go for what, what you feel like Jesus is, is doing today. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just start with saying that the material that I'm going to be sharing today, um, I've been listening to a man of God. And so has Pastor Callie been teaching on the courts of heaven. And, um, and I, you know, I've always been prayerful. I've always prayed. And as, as a young girl got baptized in the spirit when I was 15 years old, and I've always prayed in the Holy ghost and understood the power of prayer. Right. And so, um, but there is this um, different revelation of prayer that this man of God has that has kind of just revolutionized the way I've even th- thought about praying. Wow. And so um, I just want to share some of the notes that I took from uh, his message. It's just, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. I'm just giving some things that he shared. And, um, and then I'm going to share his name at the end so you can go and you can watch some of his YouTubes and listen to some of this material and go in depth with it because um, he has four different videos that I've been watching. And this was the first one. And he talks about the three different types of prayer. It's entering into prayer knowing God as your father, entering into prayer, knowing God as your friend wow, and entering into prayer, knowing God as your judge. Wow. So it's father first, mm-hmm. it's friend second, and it's third judge are the courtrooms of heaven. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, we understand that prayer is a place where we build an altar. And when you build an altar in prayer, it opens a portal in heaven. Wow. It's not something, uh, I think for a long time, we always thought, you know, we were going to pray and God was going to come to us. But instead, as we pray and we worship, we actually step in to the realm where he is. Well, you know, the Bible says that we're seated on the right hand of the the Father. Father. Right. So that makes total sense with theology. Right. You know, so we him. enter into where he is. He's yeah. not coming down to where we are. We're going to him. We're going to him. We're entering into a new dimension, right? And so everyone as a believer has the power to enter into these three different dimensions in prayer. Okay. It's not something mystical. It's not something only for certain people, right. uh, prophets or evangelists or teachers. This is for every believer. Okay. So if we look at Luke 11 and one, I want to start there. The disciples said to the Lord, teach us to pray. Yeah. All right. And yeah. so what was the first thing he said? He said, say this, our father, father who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be, be thy name. name. All right. So what is he saying here? He's saying that you need to know him as father. You need wow. to understand him and have a revelation of who he is to you as father. If you look at Jesus, Pastor Callie, when he was walking the earth, He said, I don't do anything that my father doesn't tell me to do. He was constantly trying to reveal the the heart of the father to everywhere he went, right? So Jesus understood that. He understood him as father. And he's saying, you need to understand him as father. And he's saying, you need to understand him as father as it relates to God. Because many times... Our viewpoint of father is messed up. Is messed up because our own earthly father was not correct. Well, that's that's in my notes. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. When you pray, you must approach God as father. 
It's foundational for prayer. You will never go any deeper in prayer as your revelation of God as Father allows you. Wow. Jesus, give us a revelation of your... Okay. So what happens, Pastor Callie, is if we're not careful, we try to look at God the Father like our abusive father or the father that abandoned me right? or the father that abused me. And you, when you, your perspective of father, God's not right, then your, your acceptance of him and what he has to offer you is distorted. Right. 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 So I can only go as deep in prayer as my revelation is of who he is as father to me. Wow. So God had to heal that in me, Pastor Callie. I mean, we had a parents that struggle with alcohol addiction and we had a dad who would leave. He would abandon us yeah. to go get drunk for two, three weeks at a time. We had a mother who would abandon us because she was dr- just drunk, yes. right? Yes. Whether intentional, not intentional is what the addiction caused. So when I first got saved and people would talk to me about Father God, I struggled for a while understanding him to be a good a, father, a good father yeah. that wasn't going to abandon me, that wasn't going to leave me. And then religion distorted it even more and made it about works. And, and I felt like that God was like this big bad cop sitting on his motorcycle, waiting for me to mess up, not pray enough, not read my Bible enough, not fast enough. And then he's going to hit me over the head with a baton and say, straighten up, Cindy, you know? So I had some real distorted views about who father God was. You know, that's so true. If we don't get that straight, I, I said this yesterday in a meeting, I said, you know, the devil either want, wants to get us in sin where we can beat ourselves up in sin, where we're right. in, we're in absolute, you know, we know we're doing things we shouldn't be doing. Right. Ari wants to get us in a place of where we're working our salvation out to where it's all works oriented, right? And there's no grace and faith connected That's exactly and love. Right. That's exactly. And right. either ditch is a mess. It's a mess. And so, really, my revelation of the Father has to come by Holy Spirit, right? So, more the more time I spend in in the presence of Holy Spirit, communing with Him. He begins to awaken my heart to who my father, heavenly father really is, that he's loving, that he's the kindest person that there ever was, that he would never leave me or forsake me. He would never abandon me. He would never abuse me. He's not there to punish me when I mess up but he is there to lift me up into who he's called me and destined me to be. So we must get a revelation of who father God is and not compare it to our earthly father. Even the best of earthly fathers are distorted. The best of earthly fathers (laughs) pale in comparison to to, to father God. That's exactly right. So he's loving, he's benevolent, he's accepting. Jesus always revealed his father's love and his father's heart. If you look at Romans 8 uh, verses 14, 15, and 16, it talks about the spirit of adoption and how the spirit of adoption comes. When we get saved, that spirit of adoption comes into our heart and shows us who the father is and begins to change our heart and say, wait a minute, you're not an orphan anymore. You're not abandoned anymore. You're not you're, uh, this, this old identity and who you were and thought you were and your family is, is not that anymore because the spirit of adoption has come into my heart and yes. says, then you cry, Abba, Abba Father, Father yes. right? So that's what happens when we get saved. And so we begin to say, Holy Spirit, reveal the heart of the Father to me. 
the true heart of the father, yes. not in comparison yes. to what this world has to say. Religion will try to pollute who he is as father, just like I shared. We are all in process in this area, but Jesus is coming to heal the wounds that we were infected, that were, uh, sorry, inflicted upon us by insufficient fathers. Yes, yes. Okay? So God told Abraham, look at this. God told Abraham, leave your father. Why did he tell Abraham leave his father? Because he was going to make Abraham the father of nations. Yeah. So he had to separate him from his earthly father so that he could reveal the heart of the father. Yeah, God. He wanted him. Abraham to emulate the true father. The true father. So he said, you got to leave your home. You yes. got to leave your yes. earthly father, whether he was good, bad, or indifferent. You got to leave your revelation of father because it's tainted. That's exactly right. And follow me. And follow Because he had a, a mission for Abraham. He was going to make him a father of many nations. We had to get a revelation of who the heavenly father was before he could lead as a father of many nations. So he leaves his house because he was going to teach him how to be a father of nations. So also he's coming to remove any wrong perspectives that we have of our earthly father, that you're going to leave that behind, abandon that and forsake that so that you can go forward into your future. Um, all right. Now I'm going to move on. I could say more about the father, but that's a powerful revelation that you and I must get in prayer before we can go to the next level of prayer, which is called knowing God as a friend. Okay. Uh, Luke 11, five through eight talks about, um, this friend, this guy comes to this friend's house, knocks on his door. He needs bread, right? Right. There's no bread. So that friend goes to another friend to get bread, to help this person. Right. So the Bible talks about how that, that friend was there to basically intercede on behalf yes, of the person yes. that needed bread. So being a friend of God is basically going into the presence of the Lord and interceding on behalf of somebody else. So father, knowing God as father is for your own personal needs. All right. But knowing God as friend is for intercession. Okay. Can I stop on behalf of somebody else? Can we stop right here? You know, back the old timers, when Cindy and I got filled with the Holy ghost, we got filled with the Holy Spirit in a classic Pentecostal setting. Right. And the and the mothers in the faith, or we called them intercessory prayer warrior women. They were right. women. Right. They would talk about standing in the gap. Right. And intercession. And intercession. That was, right. that was a, a, you know, I'm standing in the gap for somebody. I'm mm-hmm. praying for somebody. Right. That's praying to God as a as friend. friend. You're a friend of the person, right. but you're also a friend of God. Right. And he hears your prayers. And when you intercede for somebody or you pray for somebody, you're praying to God. You're standing in a righteous place, standing in the gap. Right. And it, now it's not like purgatory. No. We can't, we're not, you know, we can't um pray for our an- ancestors and change their destiny no, if that. they've already passed And we on. can't even yeah. wash away their sins. No. Jesus has to wash away their sins. They right. have to come. But we can pray for them in a place of humility before the Lord in that friendship status. Right. And it just allows the power of God to move freely. It opens the portal over them. That's exactly right. Well, I, I can remember that you shared this the other day about you going to uh, baptize Karen and Andy. Yes. Remember that? And as as Pastor Callie was on her way to do that, that particular day, she had a terrible accident on her way to go baptize them. 
But prior to that, I'm driving through Baytown and I began to just immediately, the, the presence of God came into my car and I began to weep and pray and pray in tongues. And I, I knew that I was interceding on behalf of somebody. I didn't know who, but I knew God was using me to pray for somebody. somebody. Just a few minutes later, I get a phone call that Pastor Callie was in this wreck, and it was it was miraculous that she was saved. I mean, if you looked at the car, the car was nothing. It but was twisted yeah, it was twisted, and she came out with that just a bruise on her leg. And so I knew that God had used me to intercede for my sister, and I had no knowledge of it. That's the power of intercession, and that's the power of praying. Uh, as a friend, standing in the gap for somebody or for your family, or maybe somebody that you don't even know of. Uh, Abraham was called a friend of God. Yes, he was. The reason why he was called a friend of God is because Abraham actually went before the throne of God and he stood and with the Lord on behalf of Israel. Yes. And also on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. God did. was going to destroy that, that city, city because of their sin. And the Lord, the Lord allowed Abraham to stand in the council of God and make a decision on behalf of that city. And he was influenced by the, by his friend, Abraham. That's exactly right. So you and I have that power to go in to the throne room of God as a friend of God and stand on behalf of somebody else's future and pray and intercede, like Pastor Kelly just said, stand in the gap, right? So that's part of being a friend of God. God wants you and I to stand in the gap for not only ourselves and our family, but for other people. And so God's called us to be his friends. And you know that what we can also make decisions in the council of God as friends that can affect nations, Pastor yes. Kelly, completely change nations and nations destinies because of our friendship with God. Let me say this too. There are times that I have gone into prayer for somebody yeah. uh, in the friend um, role. I'll right. just use the word role being led by the spirit. And I knew who I was praying for. Right. And then there's been times that God led me into intercession and I didn't know, like pastor Cindy didn't know she was praying for no. me, but then yeah. it became clear when I called her and she realized what had just happened. So sometimes you'll know who you're praying for and, sometimes and you then won't. sometimes you won't. Right. Right. But part of being a friend with God in prayer is that that's the most beautiful part of it is that God wants to bring you into that place of communion where he trusts you yes. to help make the decision yes. on behalf of whoever it is or what nation it is. So uh, I think the most important thing to know in, in these situations is to begin to ask Holy Spirit, where am I in this place today? Yes. Am I in a place where it's just Father and, and I'm just experiencing your presence and I'm asking you for my need or am I in the counsel of God today yes. where I'm actually coming as a friend and making a decision in the spirit on behalf of whoever it is in prayer. So uh, the Holy Spirit will reveal that. And the more you pray, you pray you'll understand the more it. you'll understand. It's like anything we do, practice makes perfect. Right. And when we, when we pray a lot and we spend time with the Father, and we spend time in his presence, then we begin to discern where we are or what we're called to do for that day. That's right. Okay, and now I'm going to move on. I'm going to get to this last one, that there's a whole lot more to all of this. That's why I'm going to share the, the guy's name here in a little bit. So you can go listen to his videos as well on YouTube. But um, also Luke 18 talks about knowing God as a judge. All right, so we've moved from father to friend. All right, now to judge. 
right? Mm-hmm. And this is where we go into the courtrooms of heaven. And uh, Luke 18 talks about the widow woman who had this um, lawsuit against her. Yeah. And she comes before the unjust judge and she's trying to get him to either change the law or acquit her or whatever. And she just keeps coming. And the Bible says she wouldn't quit. The judge finally, he wasn't, he wasn't, the Bible says he was an unjust judge. He was very wicked. He only wanted to handle cases where he could make money. And he didn't see any uh, benefit of helping yeah, this he widow. Didn't, he didn't know benevolent woman. No, no. <laughs> No, there's nothing benevolent about this. No, there wasn't. So here he was determined he wasn't going to change this woman's uh, legal status and she was going to be convicted. And so she keeps coming, keeps coming till finally the Bible says she just basically wore him down. Yes. She just got tired of her, her voice. And so he finally acquitted her. Well, then the Bible goes on to say, if if that's the case in the natural, how much more will your heavenly father? Yeah, he's saying if a wicked judge can do that, can break down and do the right thing, how much more can I? What what length will I go to to help you? That's right. And then he said, he used the word speedily. speedily. I will speedily, speedily. change yeah. your future. Okay. So, um, so basically what, what this means is we go to the throne room of God to the courtroom of God. And we can stand there in that place and we can pray on behalf of our family, our friends, whoever it is that may have some kind of legal thing against them, Pastor Cowley, that's been holding the enemy, holding their future and their destiny at bay. And we can pray and cancel that assignment by the blood of Jesus and they can fully be acquitted and to walk in their destiny and their future. And so a a testimony that this man shared, which I thought was powerful. He said he had, he's been called to God for years. He knew that God was going to use him. He said, he said one day in prayer, the Lord said to him, I'm going to make your name great among the nations. And he said, okay, God. And so he's walking this out. He's a prayerful man. He's seeking God. He's trying to please God. And finally, decades later, he's, he got to a place where he was very, very discouraged. And he was like, God, you said you were going to do all these things in my ministry and I'm still struggling. I'm still not where you said I was going to be. And he said, all these people had made all these promises to him about they were going to put him on their radio shows. They were going to put him on their TV shows. They were going to help him write books and all these things that never happened. He said they just wouldn't happen. And um, so finally one day in prayer, he's like, God, what's going on? Why are my prayers and the, the words that you've spoken about me not coming to pass? And the Holy Spirit began to reveal to him that he had a person in his bloodline, great, great grandfather, that um, had neg- negligent, they were negligent in helping, um, actually negligent in somebody dying, in somebody's death. And he didn't give, he didn't give an actual um, description of how that went down. He just knew by the spirit that he had a great, great grandfather that was negligent in somebody's, somebody's passing. And he had, a, he had a, a, a hand in it somehow. And so he began, and this person was very young, so they didn't live to fulfill their dreams. And so he began to repent on behalf of his great-great-great-grandfather and ask the Lord to forgive his great-great-grandfather and to forgive his bloodline for the negligent death of this person. 
and that they had never fulfilled their dreams. And he began to repent and cry and pray. And when he got up off of his knees about 45 minutes to an hour later, he knew something had changed in the spirit realm. And he said the next day his phone rang and this particular TV show that had promised him years ago, he would be on their TV show called and said, look, we want you to come be on our TV show. And he said, literally the doors just began to open, 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 open all over his life. And the phone just kept ringing and God just kept moving on his behalf. Saying that to say that there is an adversary that will come before the throne of God. And if he has any legal right to be there, whether it be an iniquity in your family or whether it be a covenant that you have made with, or your family has made with some demonic force, he has legal right to stand in that courtroom and say, nope, you can't get your prayers answered on this, on this area of your life because that, that, that legal tie is there. So the Holy Spirit began to show this man of God that we have to go in before the throne room and we have to break any iniquity or any tied to any covenant made with any demonic force. And we do that by the blood of Jesus. And we do that by going all the way back on our mom's side of the family and our father's side of the family, all the way back to Adam and Eve. And we repent for any covenant made with any demonic force and with any iniquity that we have in our family or our bloodline. Now, some of those things, you know, and some of those things you don't know. So you ask Holy Spirit to reveal them to you, but in praying and going back through his bloodline, God began to completely shift his future, his family. He shares a testimony about prior to this, that God, uh, his family was falling apart. His kids were making terrible decisions. And so he went before the throne of God and began to break off those, those soul ties, those generational curses, those covenants with demonic forces, those iniquities. Yeah. And God began to completely shift his future and his life. The Praise Bible the says that we have books in heaven, Pastor Sally, yes. yes. that are written about our future and our destiny. Yes. And the Lord wants to fulfill your future yes. and your destiny. Yes. There is a book written with your name on it and all of your days written in it. So a lot of times we don't even realize there's legal access in that coming before the throne room of doors that have been open covenants that have been made that we need to break spiritually so that our prayers can be answered. Sometimes we pray in faith, right? And then we speak in fear and yeah. we negate what we prayed because we give the Lord access through our confession and right. we give the enemy. Right. How does the enemy get in either through my confession or someone in my bloodline? Now I've heard people say, and I, I agree. I'm, this is my theology. Once the blood of Jesus is applied, it's applied to my life and it's now made me clean. But there have been prayers in my life that were long extended prayers where I felt like I was hitting a wall. Right. And then when I began to ask God to give me wisdom or insight, if there was something that was keeping that from, and he would many times speak to me of a door that I had opened or a door that someone in my family had opened, right. or an access that we've given right. the enemy into our lives. Listen, Jesus is the one true God. Right. There is none beside him. There is none beside him. Uh, the, anything the devil can do is peanuts compared to what the power of God can do. Right. But we still 
live in a fallen world and we have ancestors that made mistakes. There's not one of us that, that has a perfect bloodline. And we as Christians have to ask the Holy Spirit to show us and to give us wisdom and power on how to pray, how to intercede, and how to walk before him so that we can live out right. the book right. that has been written about our lives. Right. You are not what your daddy was no. or what your granddaddy was. You are what God says you are. Right. And whether your granddaddy was the president of the United States or the worst you know, um, criminal on earth, it doesn't matter. Your blood can be cleansed by the power of the Holy Ghost and God has a great plan for you and you right. are not your past or your family's past. Right. You, there is a future for you and God wants us to have the fullness of that blessing. If you look at 2 Samuel 21, you'll see where um, the children of Israel had not had rain for three years and David came before the Lord and was like, what's going on? Why is it not raining? Why have you shut the heavens? And the Lord begins to speak to him about a covenant that Saul had made with the Gibeonites and he did not keep the covenant. And because he didn't keep the covenant, the Lord shut the heavens and wow. it didn't rain. And so David had to repent on Saul's behalf and do what was right by the Gibeonites for God to open the heavens back over the children of Israel. Wow, wow. So there, there, there's something to this that's very powerful. And I would love to lead you in prayer today. Yes, let's do it. And uh, let's go before the courtroom of heaven and, uh, and let's silence the adversary. Let's silence every uh, legal right that the enemy has had in regards to you before the throne room and let's repent. And I want you to go all the way back. I want you to name your father, his name, first name and last name. I want you to name your mother first and last maiden name and go all the way back to Adam and Eve and repent for their sins. We repent for their iniquity and we repent for any demonic covenants that they have made. And if you don't even know of them, you ask Holy Spirit to reveal it to you by his spirit so that you can repent on their behalf and you cancel that assignment by the blood of Jesus. And yes. so I'm going to lead you in that prayer right now. And I'm going to say our mom's names and dad's names, and you can do the same. And we're going to pray right now. So father, in the name of yes, Jesus, Lord. we ask you right now, yes, Holy Lord. Spirit to forgive my mother, Suzanne Lassiter and my dad, Jack Ship, yes, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Yes, Forgive us, God, of every sin known and unknown. Yes, Forgive us, God, for any covenants, yes, any Lord. demonic covenants made in our yes, bloodline, yes. all the way back to Adam and yes, Eve. Lord. And God, forgive us for all iniquity, yes, all sin. I ask you, and I almost begin to name some things, okay? A spirit of depression. Yes. I break that right now yes. by the blood of Jesus. A spirit of addiction. Yes. A spirit of bondage. A spirit of perversion and lust. Lord, forgive us, God. Forgive us for spirits of murder yes. and anger and rage yes. and lying. Yes. And a spirit of divorce that has plagued our family, Father God. Forgive us, Lord, yes. for a spirit of lack and poverty and fear and rejection yes. and orphan spirit, a yes. spirit of being a victim or a spirit of abandonment yes. or condemnation, self-hatred, pride, yes, shame, and yes, guilt. Lord. 
And Father God, any discord or disunity, Father, we just ask you to forgive us, God, for all iniquity in our bloodline today. And if there's anything specific that you know of that's as personal iniquity to you and your family, yes, begin to repent of it right yes, now and Lord. ask the Lord to forgive you and to forgive your family and your bloodline. So Father, I stand in agreement yes, today Lord. with every brother and sister that are yes, praying Lord. these prayers. And we just thank you for your precious blood yes, that brings annulment yes. to every Every accusation, every lie, every iniquity, every covenant made in the name of Jesus, it will no yes. longer stop your destiny or stop yes. your future. Yes. And I thank you, Father God, you're not yes. only blessing those listening, but you're blessing our children yes, and Lord. our children's children yes. for generations to come yes. in the name of Jesus. We stand in the gap thank for you, any racism in our bloodlines, yes. Yes. any yes. love of money or success over love yes. for you, Father. Father, Thank you, Jesus. Uh, any desire for position or power yes. or fame over desiring what you have yes, for Father. us, yes, whether it's the lowest of the lowest or the highest of the highest, being content yes. in what you've called us to do. We repent for any kind of pride or yes. arrogance. Yes. We, we, we repent for a poverty mindset or a a, a spirit, a victim spirit yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, we ask yes, you, Lord, to just you, cleanse our bloodlines all the way back to Adam and even cleanse our hearts and our thoughts going forward. We break yes. any assignment of the enemy you, Lord. that has been that has been passed through the blood. Uh, that it would stop right now in the right name of Jesus and not Jesus one of name. our children, our grandchildren or great grandchildren would suffer with Ooh, that. We thank yes. you Lord for a desire for holiness and a desire for prayer and a desire for righteousness and a desire to just serve you God with such a pure heart. God saturate us with a love for your power and your spirit and your holiness and your people and for the down and out. God let us love what you love and let us hate yes. what you hate yes. let us desire what you yes. desire and not desire anything that would bring shame or condemnation or hurt into our lives or bring a reproach on you yes. father we want to be the type of christians that people can look yes. at and say they know jesus yes. and their lives have been changed yes. Yes. and lord we just give you the honor and the glory we will we will we will talk more about this next week but this the man that teaches this is Robert, Robert Henderson. Henderson. Yes. And there are yes. four series that you can watch on YouTube. And right. I just encourage you to go and get them. It's called The Courts of Heaven 1, 2, 3, and 4. Take your time, though. Go through one and then just make notes and right. pray it through. And don't try to just rush through it. We're going to talk more about it next week as well. Uh, I want to take some time. Thank you, Pastor Cindy. You're that welcome. was so fabulous. And I, I sense the power of God has been released yes. across this broadcast. Yes. Um, there's a few names that I have here that I'm just going to just give you what the Lord gave me. Sometimes it's one word. Sometimes it's a prayer. Pastor Cindy, if you feel anything, you can sure uh, you're more than free to speak up. Uh, Karina Kabak, uh, Porter, Texas. I saw you in a field that looked like it was completely empty, like it was a barren field, like you, you were sitting in the field, like, okay, I've done everything. This thing is, there's nothing in this field. There's, there's nothing for me here. And then all of a sudden, the spirit of God began to move on you and he began to lead you to different places in the field and you would dig into the earth and up would come a treasure. Wow. 
and then you'd walk to another part of the field that looked barren and you would dig into the earth and up would come a treasure. Wow. Don't leave the field. So good. Stay, stand, pray, believe. Yes. There's jewels yes. in your field. Yes. Don't leave the field. That's oh, the word that's for so you. So good. Okay. Roz Sayat. And I saw a, a huge wall and you kept hitting that wall. You were like trying to get around that wall. You were trying to scale the wall. You couldn't get over it. You were looking for a door in the wall. You couldn't find it. You tried to get around the wall. It seemed to be no way to get around. And then all of a sudden, a door appeared and there was a key stuck in the lock. And all you had to do was just open it. Wow. And it flung wide open. Wow into your destiny. Wow. And I hear the Lord saying, stand still and see the glory of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Quit trying to make this happen. Stand still. The door will appear. The key will be in the, in the lock and you'll step into your destiny. Uh, Leah Peters. I just want to pray for you and Jamie, Lord. I just declare protection over them and blessing over them. Uh, I know they're traveling. I ask you, Lord, to just watch over them. I see the blessing of the Lord yes. over your ministry in such a powerful way. Uh, 2020 is going to be um, a double portion year for you. Thank you, Lord. A double portion Thank year you, for you. Cindy, do you have anything for them? Yes, I just see the Lord surprising you with some amazing answered prayers. There's prayers that you and Jamie have been praying for years that you're going to see fulfilled in 2020. It's just going to blow your mind. The surprises of God It's going to be in every turn. So you just keep looking for them, keep standing and keep declaring the promises of God over your ministry and your future. Amen. Amen. Brenda Dunville, I see new opportunity for you, new opportunity. It's going to be like a neon sign. You're going to know what you're supposed to do and it's going to be clear. The haze is lifting and clear direction for you, Brenda. Uh, I have something for Brenda, too. I just heard the Lord say the Lord's healing you. The Lord's going to heal you. I don't know if there's anything going on. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's emotional healing or physical healing, but your healing is coming. Amy Loveday, that's what I heard for you when I was writing your name, was healing is your portion this year. So whatever has plagued you the last five years, God is healing you in 2020. Brenda Farah. Um, here's what I hear the Lord say. The storm is over and you have felt like you have been on a boat in a terrible hurricane and you couldn't control the wind. You couldn't control the waves. You couldn't control the water. Uh, you were just hanging on for dear lives and I hear dear life and for your dear life. And I hear the Lord saying the storm is over and uh, you're entering into a new season of extreme blessing. Can I share something? Sure. I just heard the Lord say that there's some pastors watching here today that you have been um, very discouraged and have felt like that maybe your season is up in what God has called you to do. But I just heard the Holy (laughs) Spirit say that that's not, that's not what I, that's not what I'm telling you to do. It's not over. God's still got a plan for you and your future and, and your church and that you just keep pursuing my heart and you keep leaning into me and you trust me. There's some things that you're believing God for and you haven't seen them yet, but you're going to see them. So don't tuck tail and run. Don't lay down your mantle. Uh, God is not done with you. Amen. Okay. It's not over. Uh, Janelle King, I saw you receiving 
all types of revelation from God's word that is going to be extremely beneficial for mothers. God has given you a word in your mouth for motherhood and for mothers and for ways to raise your children kingdom oriented. And I see God giving you revelation. I even see you writing a little book that just is just real blessed by the Holy Spirit. And you're entering into a season where you're going to write the revelation and walk it out. And then you're going to impart that revelation. Uh, Christy Bailey, uh, I saw you standing before doors too, but your door, you would, the door would open, you would run in and immediately you'd hit another door, you'd run in and you'd hit another door and you'd run in and through every room you picked up another, um, another powerful impartation from the Holy Ghost. So you were running through door after door after door, but every time you'd enter a room, you'd pick up an impartation. You'd run through another door. You'd pick up an impartation. You You are on a fast track by the Holy Ghost and he is getting you prepared and for what he's called you to do, enjoy the preparation. It's going to be some of the best times in your life. Pastor Cindy. So good. We love you so much. We honor you. We want to remind you crowned. They're going to be coming flying from all over America. You don't want to miss it. You want to be a part of this (laughs) conference. It's going to be life changing. As people are signing up, uh, we we are praying and getting personal words for everyone that comes in. It'll be a time of healing. It'll be a time of clarification, direction. Um, You are going to be filled and you are going to be fed. So come be with us April 29th through uh, May May 1st. And like we said, we've got Jen Johnson confirmed and women from all across the nation coming to minister to you. We love you. And the link is posted on my Facebook page. Join us. We'll see you next week. God bless.
For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.